1: That's BlueNile.com.
2: A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. <laughs> Another beautiful day on the Victor Bravo Gulf course. The sun is shining, the birds are about, and there's a certain pause in the crowd. Michael Michelson steps up to the tee box. Fifteenth hole, here his is recommended. Is he a caveman? Because it suddenly clumped that one. What do you reckon, George? <laughs> I mean, did he hit that with the dictionary? Because that was a terrible read. <laughs> oh, wow.
3: G'day and welcome. This is Golf. 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 Andrew Dato is my name, professional golfing enthusiast. And I'm genuinely enthused about this particular episode for a few reasons. Um, one is we're giving something away a beautiful um, set of head covers from the big dog golf company, Leather handmade that is later uh, I'm enthused about the footnote for the program which is something new I'm gonna try talking to just different people each week and boy <laughs> this lady is a classic and most of all I'm enthused because um, this is the Hickory episode so it's um, a couple of weeks ago they had the Hickory australasian championship it was played at bankstown golf club and it wasn't just played there it was played in sydney and melbourne and america and new zealand and europe all at the same time it's pretty amazing um you'll play at the same time you'll find out you will find out hickory golf is just the one thing you will learn is it's fun it's fun just keeps coming up and up and up in all the conversations with the um, the players. And they do range from professional to the 84-year-old uh, enthusiast who's just brilliant. It's really good. Um, best described to me as a game for really good golfers to remind them what it was like to be off 27. So you stand over the ball and you think you know what it's going to do and you know what it's meant to do. And, geez, if that happens, it's a pretty good day. So this is Hickory Golf on Golf the podcast Uh, and we pick up the story with Tim Sayers who uh, is one of the fellows who put it together and did a really good job just explaining what we're up to today I hope you enjoy the episode stick around and I'll let you know how you can win that, that beautiful head cover set from the Big Dog Golf Company
4: So
5: what's the, Tim, What's the what are we playing? We're playing the Australasian Hickory Championships. The reason it's called the Australasian is it involves the US, um, New Zealand, and then we've got Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne and Adelaide. They're all playing remotely and all the scores get put together and they work out the winners from there. So, so it's, this is actually a
3: big tournament, even though there's only, you know, whatever, 16 of us. Yep. It's actually um this is an international
5: Yeah there could be up to a hundred or more players because Melbourne's got forty something, we had sixteen, Adelaide had a few teams, the US had a few teams, New Zealand had a few teams as well, yeah, yeah. Wow, so this And it's all based on the very first U the very first British Open at P- Preswick which was played over twelve holes. Brilliant. Well good luck today.
3: Thank you. And <laughs> Lee <laughs> As the head professional, how would you describe Bankstown Golf Club?
6: Uh, we are called the Australian of the West, Andrew. The, the, stra- West.
3: the Australian what?
6: The Australian Golf Club of the West. I oh, like the Australian, the one you go past at the
3: airport. Yeah, that'd be it. Yeah, oh, the right. one with the big gate. No, it's actually, I mean, I've never be- guessed <laughs> <laughs> that not many people can get in. No, that's right. Um, it's we a can't be- find our gate. Yeah, 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 right. <laughs>
6: we did, we drove straight <laughs> past straight it. Past, I, yeah. It's a beautiful golf club. We produce great golfers at uh, the Australian of the West. It's a great place. I've never heard anybody come here and say our greens aren't fantastic or our courses are so good and so they're surprised to see such a great place in, out here in the West. Maybe the Australian is really the Bankstown of the East. Well, that's what we call Eleonora. <laughs> <laughs>
7: What's your hickory uh, pedigree? Uh, well, I purchased a set of hickories two weeks ago uh, from a guy called Peter Stickley, um, with inch-long shafts and uh, extra stiff, and uh, have had a hit, a couple of couple of holes with them. And uh, today is the first proper hit out. So, so what's the attraction of the hickories? What, what, like, why? Like the game's hard enough. Why? What well, isn't isn't hard enough. Um, you know, I guess it's purist. It's all about being a purist, getting back to what the original guys played with and how they played, figuring out, you know, how a ball doesn't go 250 metres anymore. Um, it goes 120 metres and you have to play proper golf shots. So, um, but it's probably with a bunch of like-minded individuals who are just, you know, really up for a, a proper game of golf. Okay, so what's your expectation, expectation for today? Just to have a great day with you guys, have some fun, um, maybe make a putt or two. And uh, unlike you, I'm, I'm playing for second.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, Corey Crookshank, you're, you're a PGA professional golfer.
2: Yes, I am, yes, yes, right. since 2019.
3: Yeah. And so I'm just looking at you in, they're not quite plus fours, with a pink shirt and a red bow tie and suspenders. And what's the attraction of Hickory?
2: Traction of Hickory is, I guess, history of golf and also, you know, just how hard golf can be. So you really get an appreciation of the sport. Right. So, but, so given it is
3: hard already, wh- why, do you want to, why do you want to play the harder version?
2: The harder version, I guess it's challenging for myself as a professional. Um, it does give yourself a, a bit more appreciation for the game as well. Um, and just a different form of golf you know modern technology hits the ball so far hickory we can't hit it as far so you have to be a bit more creative and imaginative with your with your shots
3: okay and so is that the, that's the attraction that that i mean you've got a i mean you've almost got an excuse when it doesn't work out as well don't you I and mean, that's what i like about it
2: well that's true that's probably probably the ultimate cop out is yes you're using old equipment and it's it's very very hard so if you miss it any shot any mistake you make it's it's heavily exaggerated that's for sure okay you you do you tinker with your own clubs no, I don't personally tinker with my clubs. I just do the leather wraps um, and just just build them that way, but nothing nothing out of the ordinary.
3: All right, and your expectation of today? Like what like what are you going to shoot? What are
8: you...
2: Oh, I'm hoping for around level part or a couple over, but we'll 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 see what happens. Um, yeah. yeah, so def, definitely want to take on. The conditions are great out here today, so and it's fairly fairly conducive to Hickory Bankstown Golf Club, so it, it should be a really good tournament for everybody. All right, good stuff and good luck. Thank you.
8: you, Jim? 73. Have you been golfing your whole life? No, no, I'm a new golfer.
3: Really? Yeah, I started about 19 years ago. And so how did you fall into the hickory? I just explained, you've got a pair of beautiful black and grey and orange plus fours. And they're my family tartan. Oh, it matches your hat, of course. Of course. Right. Yeah. So what's the attraction of the hickory?
8: Um, I started at, with New South Wales as a delegate there and then I ended up on the council. And they asked me one day to represent them at a hickory function and I just started up my family tree and I thought wow what a coincidence that gave me the link I then got involved with hickory because I was at golf I just started golf at that time but so what, what was the family tree link um scottish and that was it I see you went Okay I'm Scottish I must be a golfer Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I thought there might have been Some, some Glenday In yeah. Scotland Okay um, As golfers That didn't occur But uh, yeah That was the, the Setting up Okay so you play Regular golf
3: And you play hickory as well Every Yes Okay yeah. how do you What kind of a Regular golfer are you Crap Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh-oh. So, what kind of a hickory golfer are you? Uh, crappier. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I mean, I've, I've asked a few people as well like, you know, what's the attraction of making the game harder?
8: Oh, it doesn't make it harder. It's the, the friendship and the, we talk about that. See, i become a collector. I now have many clubs and i will become a ball collector and a book collector and I've got a museum at home virtually, so my wife tells me. Um, and, and, and that gave me an interest. Well, it's and, nice that she calls it a museum and not a junk broom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I did. And um, coming here and meeting all the old guys, Tony there, uh, um, I've known him since I started in the hickories and, yeah. So the plan today what's enjoy yourself right go out there have a bit of fun um talk to your mates about old golfing terms and old golfing stories and all that sort of thing i mean tony's come up with a couple today about his father which i didn't know about so yeah well if you get a great story we'll talk afterwards absolutely and you'll have you prepared your acceptance speech i have yes yes i'm going to say thank you very much for turning up i'm i'm coming last and i'm happy about that (laughs) good luck today (laughs) thanks
3: so tim sayers you're also a golfing professional
8: Yes I am, yes. Have uh, been for
3: 27 years. Yeah. And I had the great pleasure of playing behind you at a previous hickory event and watch you just stripe it. It's like what you're you're playing a different, you're playing a different game to everyone else.
5: Well, I've been playing golf for so long, I do find it a bit easy with my uh, smooth swing, but I've also set up my golf bag and clubs perfectly for distances, which is incredible because it makes it a lot easier. So so how have you done that? Uh, Lies and lofts and lengths, so I know how far everything goes if they're hit properly. And and what's the chance of you hitting it properly? Like... Um, I've been playing for a while. I play off plus one or better most times when I'm a member here at Bankstown. So, yeah, look, oh, right. most of the time. So we're getting our money on you today? Oh, I don't know. My body's not great. I've got injuries, but uh, I take every day as it comes. Right,
3: you look good. I mean, you look great. I mean, the, the get-up's fantastic. And, I mean, how important is the dress to the to the whole Hickory experience?
5: I was taught as a young kid that you look good, you feel good, you play good. Simple as that. Okay. Um... Do you think it's a good
3: thing for young people to try and get involved in,
5: the hickories? It is. Unfortunately, the the technology these days with the new stuff makes everyone want to and need and and hit it so far, whereas this brings a different aspect into the game. It's more about, uh, it's like a game of chess. You've got to manoeuvre your ball around the course in a different way, which actually makes you a better golfer, in my opinion. What about the swing? So you
3: said you've got a nice smooth swing. You don't seem, you, well you can't actually have a violent assault at the ball
5: with hickories because you just snap them. Yeah, you can't hit it really hard. It also, the torque in the shafts just wobbles and the ball goes sideways. I've always been a bit of a slow, short, smooth swinger, which definitely helps with hickory. Okay. And today you've like you've got your acceptance
3: speech worked out. It's your home course. You know what's going on. You've got the speeds.
5: No, no. You play every sh- one shot at a time and one hole at a time. And and honestly, the main factor about Hickory and every day we play Hickory is the word fun. Good. Hey, just one last thing.
3: With the cl- with the shafts, for instance, mm-hmm. right? So you can turn a shaft. You can't make a shaft stiffer, but you can make a stiff shaft.
5: No, you can tweak them around. Um, the binding, which is the, the what is it, the waxed covered linen that you put down the bottom and at the top of the grip and around the bottom of the hosel. Uh, you can put a little bit around the shaft if there's a crack, which actually makes the shaft a little bit stiffer. Uh, to make it weaker, you can pull the bottom off and add a little bit of weight in there, which minimal, but it does make a bit of difference.
6: That's us <laughs>
5: Good on you.
3: So where, where, what importance do you place on the uh, the fashion as well? So that's
7: something else. and I, I, I suspect that's what's
3: scaring a lot of people away from hickories.
7: I, w- I wouldn't say the fashion is an issue. I, I'm certainly not looking fashionable at the moment. I'm standing next to Phil Baird in a bow tie eating a salad. Um, Andrew, you're looking particularly spectacular. Unfortunately, I'm wearing a pair of Adidas trainers and, and some pants, but I, I certainly will go out and get some proper garb um, because I think part of the fun is actually looking the part the plus fours um, the old uh, tweed jackets and all of that sort of stuff
3: and how are you Tony? Very ex- well thank you. Are you excited for today? Oh my word I love getting out here and playing. How long have you been playing golf for?
9: Uh, 35 years ordinary golf and about uh, oh, about 15 or 16 with the hickories. So how did you get started with the hickories? Well, uh, I actually live near Tom Moore, who was uh, the yeah. beginning of all of it, but my father was a hickory champion in the 1920s around Tamworth, and uh, I've actually got two of his clubs from about 1920 in the bag. Right, and so are
3: they like your favourite clubs? Do they work the best? Or? Oh,
9: no, they're, they're... but it's nice to be using a 100-year-old club pretty well that, your father did? Yeah. Um, I just wonder, with your
3: dad, so your dad would have had a lot of clubs. Yeah. It, what happened to them?
9: I don't know, but I, only, only three of them have ended up coming down to me. Uh, a mid-iron, a bashy and a, a putter, which is very, very short, and I don't use it. Oh, okay. Too short for you?
3: Hmm. All right. And so what about today? What's your, what's your plan? What, have you got a secret a special hickory swing? or a...
9: No, no, it's just to have fun and, and, and the nostalgia and, and the fact that it's, well, it's the same as any golf, really. I mean, I talk to fellas at the golf club and they think you're going out to play tiddlywinks or something. Right,
3: and it's not, is it?
9: It's not it, it, It's a damn good game of golf, and you've got to use a few little skills that you haven't got elsewhere.
3: So, what, like, what's a, what's the skill that you don't get to? You, you do get to use in hickory that you don't get to
9: use. Well, you have to slow down a bit, and you 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 feel quite happy slowing down because you're thinking, oh, they only would. Yeah, and yet uh, Uh, the shafts the hickory shafts hundred years old and they're still as good as gold and I I discovered recently that uh, when they went to steel shafts it wasn't technology developing as much as they were running out of hickory. So
3: that was the reason.
9: That's what, Well, that's what I read, and uh, I believe it. No, yeah, st-
3: All right. Do you mind if I ask how old you are?
9: Uh, 84, shortly.
3: Right. Well, good luck today.
9: Good, uh, thank you. And I
3: hope you shoot your age.
9: Uh, yeah, that would be good.
3: <laughs> good on I'm your Tony. glad
9: I'm not 100, though.
3: <laughs> Fantastic. Well, let's talk afterwards. So it's interesting who you find on the fairways in Hickories. One is the voice of New Zealand golf. Would that be fair? John Evans. The old voice, the ancient voice, uh, Andrew. But there is a place for history and that's where we are. So doing the hickories. How much hickories do you play?
10: Uh, Well, I've got a large collection of hickories. I've got about 250 New Zealand manufactured hickories and I've probably got about 300 Australian made ones. And I've been playing hickory golf since... 1978, when I shot par at Chisholm Links with the first time I went out. Wow! So you've,
3: I mean, you've toured the world, you've played the world. Um, the change in technology, how well, how much fun is it to play with the hickories, and then how how amazing is the is the change in the way that the golf's being played?
10: Well, the hickories, are, as you've seen today and you get a player like the pro here at uh, Bankstown Lee. he's hit some amazing shots. The hickories are a lot better than people can imagine how good they they think they would be. But the, the last 10 years or 15 years, I made clubs until about 2000, and I can tell you now that for me to put together a modern club, I have to go and ask someone because they're so different. And the performance of them... The woods probably, is probably at least 50 yards in the woods, and because the, the old iron, an old seven iron was 40 degrees, 36 and a half inches long. Now, the new seven iron is 38 inches long, and it's about 30 degrees. Right. So there's a huge difference in the, in the fundamental nature of the of the game. The balls changed everything, uh, but but the clubs have changed dramatically as well. And, but these clubs. I mean, these boys are loving it, having fun, because they are actually, they are actually very, very good clubs. Yeah, and it, and you're right, it is fun, and that's what everyone's saying. Well, I think that uh, the thing about it is is you actually have to keep thinking about what shot you're going to play with whatever club you've got. It's not, it's not just a simple go up there and make a swing and the ball goes a certain distance, a certain height. You've got to actually control the club to hit the shot that you want, and that's a lot of fun, I think. So you've got lead tape on one of yours. Is that legal? It's very legal, but uh, (laughs) let me tell you, um, I'm I'm planning on taking it off, Andrew. (laughs) Good on you, John. Lee Hunt, who's the head pro
3: at Bankstown. Um, Now, it's a hickory championship, but it is a championship.
6: Is that normal for you guys? Uh, This is our first hickory championship, so I'm pretty excited to uh, have everybody along. It's great. And I I see you you didn't dress
3: up, (laughs) but we started on the 10th hole and... Now that we've just
6: hit down the first, you are absolutely flushing it. Uh, It's the most fun I've had in a golf course in a while. I've got to be honest, playing with you guys. Like seriously? Yeah, this is great. So what's the fun part? You've got to hit different shots. You can't hit it hard. You've got to get the ball rolling. It's a lot of fun. I can't figure out what club to hit most of the time. Do you think um, think there's
3: something in this that, say, juniors might really uh, get
6: something out of? I think everybody should try and play. It's a lot of fun. Like a, it's a lot of fun. It's just not a bash fest. You hit the ball down the fairway. You try to figure out a different shot. You run the ball onto the green. You don't fly it onto the green most of the time. You're not sure how it's going to come out. It's great. I've, I've had an absolute ball. And so um, like you
3: seriously have started pounding the driver, <laughs> which is like pretty hard to do because yeah. we're talking
6: 100-year-old equipment. Yes. So yes. what have you changed in your swing to, to do that? It's half speed, I think. Half speed is the go for me today. I think uh, every time I try to hit it hard, the golf club's given up. And uh, I'm not sure which way it's going to so, go, so okay, I'm, that's, I'm just that's working your timing.
3: Really. So, so when you say the golf club's given up, what do you mean? The hickory shaft.
6: They can't handle the high speed twist too much, too much torque, I think, in the head. And they're not balanced as well as we are now with all the clubs that are so easy to hit. The driver's the easiest club in the bag to hit these days, and it's probably the hardest club to hit in hickories. So, so is there is there anything you can take from this
3: to your normal golf game?
6: think differently I think I think I know myself personally I've probably lost the love for the game because you didn't figure it out how to do it everything's just so you just hit it hard you go down there you wedge it on now it's actually you're playing different shots you're watching the ball release on the green you're not sure how the bounce is going to work in the bunker (laughs) what what bounce (laughs) there is no bounce on the wedges so I think I think it makes it fair for everybody even though it's harder I think it's a lot of fun
3: Craig, we spoke in the car park before we played and it hasn't taken you long to revert to sort of pretty standard expectations of the game of golf.
7: Yeah, 14 holes in, two shanks, <laughs> one broken driver, a, a par and a birdie. <laughs> expectations are low. Well, the smile on my face gives it away. It's yeah. so much fun. It was, it was interesting that, because I just had a shot of, like,
3: 90 metres over one bunker with a bunker past the pin and hit it about, I don't know,
7: 20 feet past, and you go, okay, Yeah, good... (laughs) It's good golf. Anything on the green is great. There's no spin. Yeah, no, it wasn't... It was just... Okay. <laughs> it was awesome. Well, I'm watching Lee play, and he seems to be just firing in darts. bairdie has got his wedge, spinning it from everywhere. Um, and the rest of us are just hitting knuckleballs into greens, hoping that they'll stay on running through 20, 30 yards. Yeah. It's good. It's exciting. Oh, it's what it should be. It's how golf should be played.
3: I feel bad. Uh, I've been to your office I've seen all your hickory stuff and now you've got a whole field of people with gear What are the envy products in hickory golf
11: It's got to be a decent driver I mean I, my woods are terrible the only thing I've got they, they're, they're beautiful yeah but, but it's very hard to find a, a, a driver that works with a rice kick point and there's a couple of beautiful ones around but uh, yeah, that's my that's my envy. I've got to get some decent decent driver.
3: Yeah, but like in terms of when you look at what the other guys are carrying, like I noticed you were looking at um, Lee the Bankstown Pro's bag with oh, it make some de- excitement.
11: Beautiful um, leather bag. That's uh, ideal. It's just uh, all leather. It's got a spine in it. It's, it's bigger than most. You can fit a fit a you know eight or ten piece set in. So uh, yeah, there's some fantastic stuff around.
3: Your sandwich is getting some attention. There's some the word froth. Uh,
11: the word froth. The word fizz. Um, there's there's a lot of it going on because it's just it performs. It's a you can shave with it. It's a big old spoon. It's been in the in the collection for 40 years in my possession. Wow. Yeah, long time, and I love it. Right. Now you've just got to get the other ones to match. Just got to get the others to work and match. Yeah.
3: John, you've got a huge collection of clubs. How do you choose what to use?
10: Well, firstly, Andrew, I look at the, at the lie of the club and, and I look at the loft of the club and see whether or not that can be shaped with a loft of the line machine to suit my eye, uh, which is fairly standard. Um, and then uh, I want to go out and once I'm, I feel the look of it's right, I want to go out and I want to have a look at the, uh, at how the shaft swing, where the shaft flex of the shaft is. And the only way to do that is suck it and see. You've
3: got to hit them. Of your three hundred and something clubs, how many
10: are good? Uh, good for you. Uh, maybe thirty. And uh, but but I generally can find somebody who wants some of the others.
3: How did you? Um, we spoke earlier. How did you? How did you end up?
9: Oh, I ended up. I enjoyed the game, terrific, and uh, um, well, the score was pretty odd me, but it was still there. Yeah, we had our good moments.
3: What was the What was the, the best shot you hit?
9: The best shot I hit. Oh, gee, hard to find. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Um, you had a couple of good putts. Uh, some good putts. The putts went in. I, I like putting, and which a lot of people don't. Yeah. But yeah.
5: Yeah, good. And you're still smiling.
9: Of course, I'm it's smiling. Like me? What more could he <laughs> want? How have? did you How
10: did you get on? Good. Yeah, we had a great, great day. Fantastic. Most enjoyable afternoon.
3: Yep. Did you have a, a,
10: a highlight? Uh, yeah, I sank a big putt on
3: yeah. somewhere to get get a four pointer. So. Does, does someone had 39 points there?
10: Yeah, that's me. You've been very quiet about your 39 points. <laughs> Yes. Oh well, it was. It all happened today. Yes.
3: Yeah.
2: It
11: was and it was great.
10: We had a we had a wonderful long. foursome and so forth. Yeah. Very a very enjoyable and day and a great tribute to um, Peter Stickley to and, uh, organise the event for everybody. I think it's and just fantastic really and, and for Tim. Just explaining yeah. 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 Up just, up gr- just great. I hope you enjoy yeah. the episode. So stick all around. I look, look forward to the acceptance speech.
3: Whatever. Yeah. I bet. Well, how good is Hickory Golf? What a brilliant day. It was brilliant. It was fun. We had a couple of beers afterwards. We laughed about how good we were not. Well, some of us was good. The winner of the international event was none other than um, Tim. uh, The winner was Tim Sayers. The winner was Tim Sayers in Sydney. So he had 36 points. And I know he doubled bogeyed the last, which he was pretty disappointed about. Uh, Second place was Jim Von Losso. He was playing in America. I think he was in Seattle. Uh, And then there was Corey Cookshank in Sydney. And then Lee Hunt, who'd never hit a hickory in his life and is now a convert. He had 29 points for fourth place. It's the first game. I I would tell you what I had. I have no idea. I haven't played golf for as long as I can remember and not knowing the score. It just didn't seem important on the day. The ladies' team was the, the winning group and they were also from America. So they did well, but they weren't playing in Washington, in Seattle, Washington. They were from Arizona. So a truly global event... And we could be part of it here in uh, in in Sydney and Melbourne and all over. So 86 players around the world. Brilliant. The Australian Championships are coming up and the US Open is coming up as well. And that's the same sort of format. And the reason we can all play in different parts of the world is thanks to COVID. So there's, you know, one good thing. So let's get to our... Our gift, our prize, if you like, from the Big Dog Golf Company. Uh, Mark has been good enough to put up a beautiful leather driver and three-wood cover. They are yours to win. Of course, nothing's for nothing. So if you want to win the set, you've got to follow Big Dog Golf Company. So it's big underscore dog underscore golf underscore C-O, Big Dog Golf Co on Instagram. Just put the at in front. And while you're at it, you might as well give us a follow at Andrew Dado on Instagram. So if you go with me and with Mark at Big Dog Golf Co, then uh, you're in the running. And give us a review if you like, and we'll give it a week, shall we? So the competition will close on the, what do we call it? Let's say the 18th of May. So you got that long to follow mark and myself and give us a review better review the more people that find out about the show and that'd be good Uh, and then we can get more prizes give you more i want to leave you with a a new idea the sort of trialing it's sort of a postscript to the episode Um, and this is eileen she is new to the game but boy oh boy is she passionate and funny and i've never heard anyone's grip described quite like this thanks for listening we'll see you next time
0: only from rustolium
3: And you're new to golf. I am. And so what's the attraction?
4: I'm not quite sure. I used to play hockey years ago, and then I thought, I'll give golf a go, and I thought, no, it's too dull, too boring, and I was so bad at it, I couldn't understand why I couldn't hit a stationary small ball. Um, Over the years, just tried to ignore every piece of advice my husband gave me um, and I've just been able to hit a ball and I love it
3: so, but what, what do you like, like what? What
4: I, love, I love being able to belt the bejesus out of that ball I love
3: it and so do you have a handicap now I do and
4: well it started off 45 And then I had a really good round, and they knocked me back to 31.8. Wow. I'm a bit worried about that.
3: So now you're 31.8? Yes. Okay, and what's the best tip you've had so far?
4: Best tip was from the pro down in Manly, Phil Baird. Yeah. I didn't have to kill the bird.
3: (laughs) I don't know what that means. He said
4: you don't have to try and hit it so hard.
3: Oh, I thought it might have been a grip thing. You don't strangle the bird. No,
4: he did tell me I had a grip like a cave woman. <laughs> Are you getting a picture now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I just take it a bit more slowly, um, and yeah, I go Alexander Crothers, and that's the way I hit the ball.
3: Oh, so Alexander backswing, Crothers through. Correct. Wow. <laughs> um, and you like looking for balls? Do you like to find
4: balls? here we go. You've heard the naughty story. So I've joined the salubrious, a very salubrious club, which will remain nameless. And I saw three little balls by the side of the lake the other day and thought, I'll have those. And I jumped down onto some grass, which was okay, and I put my foot forward to get the balls, and my whole leg disappeared under the mud. It wasn't very pleasant. And so
3: what did you do? We've all been down that... Well, not all of us, but...
4: um, Well, it took two hands and my thigh to pull my leg out, and then I had to wipe it off with my towel and sneak out of the golf course so nobody could see because it was pretty obvious what I'd been doing, and um, got home and had to bleach my shoes and my socks and everything. It was dreadful. Never do it again. Yeah,
3: and forever known as Elaine's Lake.
4: (laughs) I'm happy with that.
3: <laughs> all right, thanks, Elaine. Good luck. Oh, we'll catch up again when you're into your teens.
4: Yes, looking forward to that, Andrew.
3: Great, great. Is that all right? Oh, mate.
4: Sorry, so not
3: that note.
0: Small details are big surfaces.